Welcome to the Death Kit Show. Let's go. To all my listeners, please go to thedifferentbook.com and pick up a copy of my new children's book, Different. 10% of every book sold goes directly to the cystic fibrosis charity, Emily's Entourage, which is searching for a cure for a unique mutation of the cystic fibrosis gene. I recommend Different to children ages five and up. Growing up as kids, we sometimes feel like we don't fit in with everyone else, whether it's our curly hair, a mole or freckle we don't like, being too tall or too short, the list goes on. Different teaches kids that we all have our thing and everyone is different, which means being different is normal. I'm very excited about this book and want to give as much as I can to Emily's Entourage, so please pick up a copy for your kids or grandkids or friends' kids and help me spread the word. Check out thedifferentbook.com for all the details. And if you haven't yet, please rate this podcast five stars and leave a review. It all really does help. to the GK Show. Fun music at the beginning. Yeah! Uh! Hope you're having a good day. Let's start the pod. kick it off. I, I love that I do these podcasts with just my uh, Mac computer headphones plugged in, like my regular little headphones, and it sounds just as good, if not better, than my expensive mic. I know I've mentioned that the last couple of times, but blows my mind. Blows my mind. I'm going to get to a story. I got a couple different topics I want to discuss. I'm going to get to a story about my flight home last, yesterday, last night about a lady on the plane stealing my water, coughing all over it, and then trying to give it back somehow. Yeah, I know. I don't know the protocol for this situation. So uh, if anybody knows how I should have handled this better, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Tonight is uh, Super Tuesday night. Super Tuesday, Democratic primaries, and Joe Biden had a big night. Bernie Sanders got a lot of delegates or whatever, and they're going to be counting votes. And then there's like, so interesting how they set up how all this uh, political stuff goes. You know what I mean? It's like Super Tuesday is really big, but then there's like this trickle of a few states before that. And that kind of sets up a narrative who's doing good, who's got some momentum. And then next week, I think there's like six states on the 10th of March. And then on the 17th of March, St. Patrick's Day, there's another big cluster of states. Pretty exciting. It's actually kind of exciting. I personally, uh, I don't talk politics too much, but I don't really like politicians. Uh, I like none of these people. I didn't vote in the last election, but um, it is fun to watch. It's weird. I watch it. It's like, it's kind of like, this is not like this, but it is an interesting thing that I'm into. I'll, I'll listen and watch sports talk stuff, like sports radio guys. And I don't, I don't watch the games anymore. Like I used to watch all the Laker games. I used to be obsessed with the Lakers. I played basketball growing up, you know. 
And I, so I would watch the Laker games, like every game. I would, I would try and catch every single game. When I did stand-up, sometimes it was hard because the games were at night. But I'm like, oh, Lakers are playing. I've got to watch. i got to watch. I'd watch every game beginning to end. And now I can't even sit and watch a game. I just have too much going on. I'm older. I have my kids, my wife, my everything going on. So I just, I can't, unless it's like an important game. It's a playoff game. I'll probably sit and watch it. There's something at stake. But um, I started watching the game. I, you know, I still record all the Laker games on my TV. And then I went to just start watching a game uh, just tonight. And then I was like, I'm not going to watch this whole game. Even though I can fast forward through everything. Like all the free throws and all the timeouts and commercials, I was like, nah, I just, I just looked it up on my phone like two minutes in. And I go, who won? Lakers? Okay, great. And so uh, it's weird, but I'll still listen to the guys. I'll listen to people talk about the sports that I'm really not watching. I'm literally not watching, but I, I want to listen to guys talk about it. It's so weird. I remember a long, long, long time ago, I was like seeing this French girl who's like from. Was she from France? I think she's from France. And I remember one time we were at my place and just put on sports, like sports TV, you know, like the, the guys talking, the talking head shows. And she was just like, what is this? Why would you do this? Like, why would you watch this? And I go, what do you mean? I go, these guys are talking about the game. <laughs> I never felt so dumb. And she just goes like, they're just talking about the game that they're talking about other men who play a game and then they talk about it and you watch them talk about it. And I'm just like, fucking, let's turn it off. <laughs> you make a good point. You make a very good point. So I don't even watch as much of the sports. Anyways, it's just weird. I'm very, my point is I don't vote for any of these people, but I love watching it. It's weird how obsessed I am with watching it. And, uh, Biden had this big night, and it looks like the Democratic uh, National Committee, the Democratic Party, the establishment, as you would say, they don't want this uh, Bernie Sanders, they don't want him to win, so they're probably going to make it pretty hard for him, and the news media, which I think most of it is in the tank for the Democratic Party, I think they're going to kind of like make it a point to expose Bernie a little bit, and uh, not give him the pass that he's, uh, I, I feel he's been getting for a while, so... Anyways, Biden versus Trump, though, I said on stage tonight, and people laugh, so I already know this is funny to at least some people. It's two guys who neither one can finish one sentence without getting sidetracked. Like, Trump, I feel like is kind of just BSing his way through a lot of answers. I feel like there's some stuff he knows, and I feel like a lot of it he just fucking BSs his way through. And then Biden, I feel honestly... I'm not trying to be a dick. My grandma had Alzheimer's. My other grandma had dementia, not Alzheimer's. So I'm not joking about this. Biden, to me, looks like a guy, a person who has early onset dementia. Like, he, he looks like he gets confused when he starts talking. And I know people are on the campaign trail, and it's hard, and it's not easy, and they're, they're not sleeping, and they're, they're going from place to place, and you can make a flub here and there. I feel like every day I'm hearing about Another thing, Joe Biden, he said he's, he keeps saying he's in the wrong place. He said he's running for the wrong office. He's, he, and just like, even when he starts talking, he just, and I realize I'm kind of doing the same thing right now, so maybe I have early onset dementia. <laughs> but uh, he'd just be talking, and then he's like, hey, and you know what? We're going we're gonna to do this. And then he goes, hey, you know what I mean. You know, you know the thing. And it's like, what the fuck just happened, dude? Like, so he can't finish a sentence, Trump does this thing, I had the news on this morning when I was uh, getting my daughter ready for school, and uh, 
Trump does this thing that is like hilarious. I, I can't even, it's, it's hard to even, you know, it's hard that, to, to even wrap your head around it, but he contradicts himself mid-sentence every time. Like every sentence is him starting out the first half of the sentences. Uh, he says one thing and then the second half he says another. He was talking to some group. It was not a rally. He wasn't like, you know, at a rally with his supporters, like giving like a rah-rah speech where he kind of does like, you know, he's, he's being funny and making jokes and just playing to them, his base or whatever. He was talking to his, like a medical board or something, not a medical board. So he's talking to some group, right? And he goes, and you know, he goes, you guys, you never seen anything like this. He goes, but you have. And sometimes, uh, you, you know, you, you have seen this. And it's like, what? He just said, you never saw anything like it. And then immediately, like not even like a couple sentences later, immediately goes, but you, you also have seen something like this. And then he goes, but not to this extent, never to this extent. But sometimes you've seen it even even more than this. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why did I turn to like a Jew? And sometimes you see it even more than this. Is this my Donald Trump impression? It's a very bad impression. They sound more like Jackie Mason. Anyways, so I just think that that's going to be hilarious. Just like two old white guys, both of whom can't really put together a solid, solid sentence um, going at it. I mean, I'm watching. I'm watching all of that. Like, honestly, I don't know who is going to be the Democrat nominee. It looks like Biden has like a pretty strong chance now. Um, they're probably going to go, the Democrats have this thing, so you need a certain amount of delegates, and if you get a certain percent in each state, you get some delegates and all this stuff. So it could be a, what, like a contested convention. That sounds exciting. Like I'm just watching this going, this sounds exciting. A contested convention where no one hits the threshold of how many delegates they need. So then it basically goes to the Democratic convention where usually, you know, at that point, you'd have, you know, oh, it's Barack Obama, or it's, you know, uh, you know Joe Biden, or whoever, you know. At, here, I gotta put my dog, oh my god, dude, get off. Oh, unreal. Unreal. Well, now I'm gonna have to remember to edit that out. I tried to put my dog, who is being a menace, on the chair next to me, because that's where he wants to sit. And he got tangled in my headphones. So I got to remember to edit that out. Anyways, so it goes to a contested convention where <clears throat> I'm not even exactly sure what happens, but they have to keep voting. If nobody has the most votes, even if somebody, say somebody, I think they need 1,991 delegates, right? So if say somebody has like, excuse me, 1,990, somebody else has, you know, 1,081 or something. Even then, it's like, oh, you, you didn't hit the threshold. So... It goes to a floor vote, and then I, I don't know whoever's there votes or something, and they keep deciding where their delegates go. I don't know. Sounds fucking awesome, though. Sounds like a real shit show, and I want to watch it. So um, that's what's going on with Super Tuesday. I feel like the debate, I, wa I wanted to do a pod after the last debate. I feel like they should change the format, you know what I mean? They should do something where, like, maybe you challenge somebody, you know? They should do, like, head-to-head -head debates, kind of like a... March Madness, NCAA brackets, you know? So it's like Bloomberg and Warren are going to debate, you know? And then whoever wins goes on to fight, to fight, <laughs> to debate the winner of, uh, you know, uh, Biden versus Sanders. And then Klobuchar and Buttigieg are going to go at it, right? I know some of these people have already dropped out at this point when I'm recording this, but I think that'd be cool, you know? It's like head-to-head, -head, and then I don't know who would vote. Who do you think would vote? Maybe just everybody in the country gets to like chime in, see who they want to vote for. 
um, who won the debate, and then that person's knocked out. I think you make a double elimination, so that way you don't just get knocked out if you lose to one person. Anyways, I think that'd be more fun. No one's listening to me. There's not enough people left to do this, but I think it's a good idea. Uh, uh, what was it, last week or a couple weeks ago, there was a reclining seat on an airplane whole thing. I guess there was some video. I, I only saw part of the video, I think, where somebody was hitting the back of the seat because somebody reclined their seat on an airplane. And then it became this big debate online, should you recline your seat on an airplane or not? I fly all the time. I've been flying all the time for years. Let me tell you something, somebody who's a frequent traveler, there's no question you're allowed to recline your seat. You don't have to ask the person behind you. That's the fucking game, dude. Like the seats recline, you get to recline. I've never in my life been like, is it cool if I recline my seat? What if that person says no? Then I'm gonna, I want to recline it, obviously. So then they're telling me I can't recline my seat. I don't even get how this is a discussion. You recline your seat, and then they recline their seat. If somebody sometimes reclines their seat, and I haven't reclined my seat yet, all that does is remind me like, oh shit, I should recline my seat. It's not their fault. It's not the person in front of you's fault how little room you have on the plane. It's the airline's fault. That's the, that's the situation you're in, you know? Flying sucks. I hate flying. I fly all the time, and it stinks, you know? Even when I fly in, like, a good seat, I get bumped up to first class sometimes, and on certain airlines, I have status, and I can get, like, better seats. Yeah, it's better. It still sucks. I still hate being on a plane. Being on a plane is like sitting in traffic. I can't even believe this is a debate, and I can't remember. It was the head of some airline who came out and was like, I think it's the right thing to do to ask if you can recline your seat to the person behind you. Why, why is that the thing then? If that's the thing, they should be in control of your seat. If the person behind you is verbally in control of your seat, shouldn't they just have the, the levers? Shouldn't they just tell you, like, oh, you're going to recline, buddy. Oh, you're not going to recline. Like, oh, I need some room now. Shouldn't they just move you all around during the flight? That makes no fucking sense. So I don't even know why that was a debate. I really don't see anybody else's side to that. If someone's like, yeah, reclining the seat's rude. How is it rude? The seat's recline. You get it. Okay. Um, my flight yesterday, I watched the movie... Oh, let me tell you this first. The, my flight out to this gig that this last gig I did, a lot of people wearing face masks on the plane. I'd say like, it seemed like half the plane had face masks on because of the coronavirus and all that. And why did I say and all that? It's just the coronavirus. Because of the coronavirus. Sometimes I just sound like a fucking idiot and I can't stand it. Yeah, you know, because of the coronavirus and all that, <laughs> all that other stuff, you know, that the coronavirus is the only thing I'm talking about, but I just said, and all that, because I'm stupid. So uh, they have these face masks on. I thought it was so funny. The row, when I got to my row, the lady who was in the window seat, I found out she was in the window seat. I didn't know what seat she was in when I walked up because she was literally sanitizing the entire row. She had wipes and she was just wiping down my seat, the seat next to it the seats in front of us, like the back of those seats, her seat, like she's just sanitizing the whole row. And I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, sweet, I'm with somebody who's, you know, killing the, as many germs as possible in my row before I sit down. And then so her and the lady next to me both had face masks on. I'm like, all right, cool. They're like trying to prevent, you know, catching anything. They don't want anyone else's germs. Which was funny about that is I fell asleep, as I do on planes, there's a red eye. I wake up. The girl next to me with a face mask on is sleeping on my shoulder. <laughs> so concerned about germs, also basically cuddling me on an airplane. So pretty interesting. 
face mask also <laughs> just it's like wearing a face mask and then just you know rubbing bodies in a sauna with somebody but i have my face mask on i don't know if that was the best uh analogy but it is the one i said out loud and i'm not going to go change it um let's see what else okay i got to get to this lady who stole my water in a second first i'll talk about on the flight home yesterday i watched the movie joker and I I thought I'd heard that everybody liked this movie. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I just thought that movie was fucking boring. I thought that movie was boring. I think Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor. I already thought he was a great actor. I think it's gross the way he lost so much weight to look like, you know, honestly like somebody from like a concentration camp in World War II to be that skinny. I feel like when actors do that and then they just keep shooting with his shirt off and there's so many scenes with his shirt off, I feel like it's just him going, hey, everyone knows I'm one of the best actors. Look at how much weight I dropped for this role. I want an Oscar. Give me an Oscar for this. Did he even win? I didn't even watch the Academy Awards. I'm so not interested in that stuff. Let me see. I'll type in... Oh, come on, Siri. Just shut up. Best actor 2020 Oscars. Who won? Did he win for it? Joaquin Phoenix is the winner for actor. Okay, so <laughs> I didn't even know that. But it's so funny because whenever an actor does that, doesn't it just seem like they're like, hey, this is my Oscar role. you going to give me an Oscar? I dropped 80 pounds and I was only 190 to begin with. So now I weigh 110. Do I get an Oscar? It's just like, dude, why do you need to drop all that weight? Why? I'm, not, I'm not blaming him. That's just like the, the world he's in. But dude as in, you know, Academy Award people, like, why do you need to drop all that weight? He's not a better actor because he dropped all that weight. Do you get what I'm saying? And that movie, I don't care what anyone says, he didn't, I don't think it added to his character that he was that skinny. He could have been skinny. He didn't need to be that skinny. He could have been a scrawny guy. He didn't need to be fucking, like, flesh and bone, like, gross to look at. Like I said, somebody who looks like they were at a, you know, in a World War II documentary of a liberation of a concentration camp, like, that's fucking unnecessary. And it, for maybe for other people, they're like, whoa, look at all the weight he dropped. We should give him an Oscar. I, I hope he wins the Oscar for dropping all that weight. I just don't care. Like, he could have just been a thin guy. He never needed to have his shirt off. It didn't make any sense to me for that character that he needed to be that skinny. It was un... It, and that's just the thing, I guess. Oh, now he's, now he's a nominee for an Oscar. Good for him. Also, is it just mere to see like nothing like his brother River Phoenix who passed away when there when he uh he was younger? I don't think they've ever looked anything alike. Might want to check the DNA test on that one. So uh but the movie in general, it was just very slow. I kept usually when I'm on a plane and I'm watching a movie and it's good or it's decent and I'm enjoying it, I like it even more because I'm on a plane. I'm bored on the plane and I'm enjoying it. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy I'm watching this. This is great. I love this. I was, I kept tapping, I was watching on my phone. I kept tapping my phone to see how much longer was left in the movie. And it just, it just kept feeling like something big was about to happen and then nothing big happened. And then at the end, spoiler alert, something kind of big happens. But at that point, I was like, man, I fucking watched two hours for this. I don't know. Not a fan at all. I just decided when I took that sip of my drink that I'm not editing out my dog 
tangling up my headphones. Unless I remember. If I remember, maybe I'll edit it out. And then this part will just be total bullshit. Um, let's see. Uh, freezing on Family Feud. I, I had more stuff to say about Joker, but I can't even really put it together right now. I'm so tired. Um... Freezing on Family Feud. I love watching Family Feud. If you follow me on social media, at Jeff Keith. I put up some Family Feud videos in the last couple weeks. And um, I just, I, I feel like everyone likes to think they'd be great on Family Feud. I feel like I'm very real about this. I don't think I'd be that great. I think I, I could. I could, like, there's certain top times I find myself in a good groove on Family Feud when I'm just watching at home. Like, oh, the answer should be this. But a lot of the times, if we're being honest with ourselves, I'm like, oh, this, this, I don't know what the other answer is. Like, I'm blanking on what to say next. So sometimes when there's already the top two things on the board, I feel like I'd freeze. And I'm bringing this up because I was watching just now, like a little, probably an hour ago, and they came to a guy and he just goes, uh, uh, and he didn't have anything. And then he just gave him the X without him saying anything. And that always looks bad. But if only shitty, shitty ideas are going through your head and you know they're not going to be up there, why just blurt it out? I feel like that I would do that. I feel like I'd be on the show. I'm not saying I'd be horrible at the show, but I just feel like I could definitely see myself being caught in one of those moments where I just blank and I get an X without even saying anything. I'm like, uh, uh. It's hard to think of that stuff, you know, what people would say. The one I was watching just now is um, if I'm a cowboy, if you're in a, like an exotic dancer cowboy what's the one thing you'd wear on stage and of course it was like hat then it was chaps i thought of that too that was up there um just the boots i thought of that um and then some lady said spurs and i and that was up there that was one of the lowest answers those are the hardest ones to get when it's only like two people said it or four people or something out of 100 so i thought that was weird that spurs was up there because boots is already up there and spurs are on your boots so you're just wearing spurs um, I did think of bandana, like, um, yeah, I was, I was going to say scarf, which I think they would have given me the points, um, because bandana was the one that neither family could get. So I thought of that, but there was a couple I didn't think of that they thought of. Um, oh, one of the families said lasso and I'm like, oh, that was the answer. That was the next thing I was going to say. And you know, you play along with that show and you're like, oh, I'd say this if it came to me, I was going to say lasso. And then this, this family, when it came to them to steal, they were like, we're going to go with Lasso, Steve. And then they were wrong. I'm like, fuck, that's probably what I would have said. And then the other ones that were up there, I can't remember what they are now, but they did make sense. So anyways, I could see myself being the guy freezing. And I think we all pretend we'd be awesome on Family Feud. And we all would not. It's not how it works. Uh, when I came in, I'm going to get to this lady who stole my water in a second. But when I came in the house from my 20-hour travel day, my wife is watching The Bachelor, which is so funny to me because she never watched The Bachelor. And then I started doing this podcast about The Bachelor, uh, and so she'd watch with me. And now all of a sudden she's into The Bachelor again. And I have not watched since I stopped doing that other podcast about The Bachelor. I'm just not interested. I was interested like when I was doing the podcast because it was fun to talk about with my friend and do the podcast. Like that was always my like goal, you know. Like uh, that was always my reason for watching, and it. It's not like the worst thing to watch. I'm not trying to like, like, oh my God, it's fucking unbearable. But, you know, I just have no interest unless I was doing that podcast. So whenever that ended, I can't remember what season was the last one. Ooh, I just hit everything on the table. Um, whatever the last season I watched, 
for the podcast is the last one I saw. So I don't know who any of the new people are or any of this stuff. So I walk in and they're doing, I guess it's down towards the end. So they're doing the, uh, you know, the in-studio thing with Chris Harrison. And uh, so when I walked in, um, they do a thing where like all the girls are back and everything. And uh, what do they call that shit? Is it after the final rose? Or I don't, I don't know, because I don't know if they did the final rose. I don't know. I don't think they did, because my mom watches the show, too, so my wife and my mom are talking about it. It's so funny. My, my wife did, like, she stopped watching it when I stopped, and now she's watching it again. So, um, anyways, they did this thing about, like, social media. Rachel, who was the Bachelorette one season, and I know that because that was when I was doing that podcast. Rachel was on, and she was there to talk about you know, negative comments on social media. And she's like, this is really hard for me. I'm shaking or whatever and blah, blah. And then all these girls are up there, these bachelorettes, and they're very emotional about like all these shitty comments. And look at, I get it. Um, a show I actually really do enjoy watching is Love Island in the UK. And I did not watch the American one. And, uh, there's been a couple of people who have like committed suicide from that because of the the press that the bad press they get and the tabloid stuff and the social media stuff. And look, here's my thing. I've always said, dude, people who say negative comments online, this is what you have to keep in mind. 100% of those people are fucking losers. It's not like some people who are just attacking you online for no reason who don't know you oh, they might be like cool and I should take like what they say with like a little, I should take that into consideration. No, every single internet troll is a fucking loser. Every single one. They're fucking losers. Like I told, uh, I walked in and I get it. Like I get why they're doing it. I get why it affects these women and why it affects men too and everything. And I'm sure it would affect me to some extent. But I mean, ever since I've been a comedian, I put videos online here and there, ever since that happened, this is like, I've been doing stand-up like almost 17 years, I've been called faggot, I've been called faggot online by just like random people, and it's mostly the comments are good, most of them it's like, oh, this guy's hilarious, oh my god, I need more from this guy, like shit like that, you know, but there's always people like, this guy fucking sucks, uh, he's not funny, he should kill himself, like for some reason internet trolls like to tell pe- other people they should kill themselves, which I think... If I talk to a professional about that, I think that's projection. I think they're probably very, very sad people. You have to be a sad person to watch something on TV or on the internet and then just leave a horrible comment. Like a mean, 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 horrible comment, right? Like what kind of person does that? So uh, if you do that, stop because you're stupid. Like it's just, you're dumb. Like there's no reason. I have a a guy who I grew up with next door neighbor, right? We were friends when we were kids. We were friends when we were kids. We never had a falling out. And, you know, we just kind of stopped being friends. But I still see, he still lives, he, I don't think this guy's ever left the block. Like, this guy just, I don't even know if he leaves that house. He still lives right next to my parents. And I would see him from time to time when I would come down to see my parents. And we were we were fine. Like, we wouldn't, like, hang out and get a beer or something. But he'd be like, oh, what's up, man? I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, dude? And, like, we would, like, sometimes we'd talk or whatever. I remember when I was on, I can't remember which MTV show. He was like, geez, I saw you on MTV, man. That's super cool, you know? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Like, like we were fine. And then randomly, was it last year or two years ago, from all these different accounts, he was just writing me mean comments on, like, all forms of social media. And what, some of them he did from his own account. And then some he did from, like, other accounts. 
And it's just like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you're clearly a loser. Like, you've never left your house. That, like, you know, you don't, I don't even think he has a job. I think he's like his, his parents or something, or his dad just lets him stay at that house. It's like, it's so weird because, like, we never had a moment where we became hostile towards each other and he just randomly something happened in his head in his brain and now he wants to like say like mean stuff about me online it's just very very strange so anyways i walked in on that and i'm just like god like those people are just losers so don't worry about what they have to say i get it it doesn't make you feel good even though you know that like i've seen negative comments online like for a split second you're like oh that doesn't make me feel good and then you realize like oh yeah it's coming from a total piece of shit (laughs) You know, somebody who's clearly jealous. Like, there's nobody leaving these bachelorette chicks uh, mean messages. Like, you're annoying. You fucking suck. You should kill yourself. Like, they're all just jealous. They're all just jealous women watching the show, wishing they were on the show, wishing they were as pretty as the girls on the show. And just because someone's pretty doesn't mean they're, you know, a punching bag for you. You know, you could be pretty and be a great person. You can be pretty and be a shitty person. You could be ugly and be a great person. You could be ugly and be a shitty person. Just because you're ugly doesn't make you a good person. Just because you're pretty doesn't make you a bad person. So, anyways, uh, that was my thoughts on that. And, uh, (coughs) excuse me. Also, um, I did think it was, when I saw these, like, the the bachelorettes this year, I don't remember them being, they were, like, very, very pretty. I said to my wife, I go, geez, these girls are gorgeous. And there's, you know unattractive women everywhere watching this show going, hey, people are mean to me too, and I don't fucking get to be pretty (laughs) like you. So, I don't know. You just gotta, I would just block comments or something if I was, or just, I wouldn't read it. You know what I mean? Just don't read it. I guess it is hard though because you're getting so many positive comments and you want to read those. But this is the thing I've always said. If you get, if you find yourself, self, self? Why can't I say that word right now? You find your self-worth Worth? Fuck, dude. I can't even talk. You find your self-worth from positive comp- comments online and positive compliments. If that is what you need to make you happy, then the negative comments will make you sad. You know what I mean? So I've always just been my own worst critic. And uh, I took this test recently, to, like a personality test. And uh, some of it was like some of the questions were like, "Are you good at taking compliments?" And I'm not good at taking compliments. I've never been good at taking compliments because I feel uncomfortable kind of taking compliments. Like if I do a show, I know if the show is great. I know if the show is really good. I know if the show is not good. I know, you know what I mean. And a lot of times, I think the show is not that good. And a, and a lot of people come up to me and they're like, "Oh man, that was like the funniest show. Like you're so great." And in my head. Like I even I'm even more uncomfortable during that because in my head I'm like that sucked I fucking was terrible I wasn't good I fucked up this joke I fucked this up like I'm like way harder on myself than anybody else so you know as much as it it is easy to fall into trap into the trap of oh positive comments online make me feel good you have to realize that if that is what is making you feel good if that is one of the main things driving you feeling good about yourself then negative comments are gonna feel make you feel just as shitty about yourself because that's just facts you know what i mean if that's where you're getting your self-worth from i still feel like i'm not saying that properly all right um 
I had all these articles I want to get to, but let's just tell the story about the lady on the plane. So here goes. I am flying on a flight from Orlando to LA yesterday. And I get on the plane and I'm in the aisle seat of row seven. Okay, so we're like the first row after first class. I'm in the aisle seat and then there's no one in the middle seat and then there's this lady in the window seat. And I like to buy a big thing of water when I fly on planes because I have a bad back and if I'm dehydrated, my back hurts a lot more. Like it's very noticeable. So I always want to make sure I'm drinking a lot of water on the plane. I always like to be in an aisle seat so I can go to the bathroom whenever I want. So I... I sit down, I was tired, I had a long day already, and I pass out. I pass out as the plane takes off, put my my water bottle in the middle seat because there's no one there. Wake up, okay? I woke up, I probably slept like an hour, maybe more, an hour and a half or something. Wake up, my bottle of water. Now, now let's just be specific here about everything. I had a Dasani bottle of water, okay? One liter Dasani. My bottle of water, I look over, I, I reach for it because I'm like, oh, I just woke up. My mouth's kind of dry. Grab, grab for my water. It's not there. My water's gone. I look on the ground. Did my water fall? My water did not fall. It's nowhere to be seen. I look over. The lady in the window seat, this is a true story. This sounds, this is going to sound kind of like bullshit, has my water on her tray table. Okay, she's watching something on her iPad or something, or maybe it was her phone, and she has my water bottle on her right side so it's it's way like on the other side right i'm just going that's my water bottle this lady took my water bottle like did she think it's cool to take my water bottle like i don't know i'm just waking up too so i'm kind of just trying to wrap my head around this lady just jacked my water bottle it's pretty fucked up and then i realized as i started to come out of my waking up haze she probably just accidentally took it you know this is probably an accident but then i'm like what do you say like what's the protocol like hey you took my water she's it's sitting on her tray table next to her little iPad that she's watching something on. And she's watching something in Chinese, okay? And I wanted to be like, hey, it's, did you take my water? But before I could do that, she starts drinking from it, okay? She's drinking from it, and I'm not making this up, coughing, like as she's drinking. She's taking a sip and then going, oh, 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 oh like kind of like right on the water bottle, like directly on the water bottle, Another sip, <laughs> on the water bottle, sip, <laughs> coughing, sip, sip, coughing, right? So <clears throat> now I'm thinking, even if that is my water, which I'm pretty fucking sure it is, she's coughing all over it. And everyone's worried about this coronavirus thing, but even if they weren't, like even if the coronavirus never existed, I'm not taking that water bottle back, right? So then I'm just angry. I have no water. I had kind of a headache and I wanted to take these Advil. And uh, I'd gone in my backpack and already taken out the Advil before I realized my water bottle was gone. So I hit the call button for the flight attendant. She came over and I go, hey, can I get some water? And then I just go, that lady stole my water. (laughs) I said it kind of loud enough for her, but she wasn't paying attention or something. And the flight attendant's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that lady just took my water. I fell asleep. My water was in the middle seat and now it's like on her tray table. I go, so I have no water. I go, can I just get some water to take these pills? She was like, yeah, okay. She's like, oh, it's so weird. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what to say. So she brings me water, whatever. Then I fall asleep again eventually. All right, here's where the story kicks into even better mode. Then, okay, so I fall asleep again. I wake up, 
my water bottle, my Dasani water bottle, is back in the middle seat. She'd put it back on her tray table now. She has the same little iPad thing or whatever phone she's watching and an Evian bottle of water. So now I'm thinking, clearly, she realized at some point that her bottle of water was, you know, I'm guessing, you know, oh, she probably like crump, crump, crumpled into it or crunched into it or something. And she's like, oh, shit. Oh, what? Oh, man, whose water is this? Oh, I must have taken that guy's water, right? I'm guessing this is how it played out because I was asleep during this, right? And then my point is she just fucking puts it back. Like, hey, I'll just put this guy's water back and then he'll drink my coughed all over water bottle that I stole from him. And I'm looking at, at, look at, this is the thing that pisses me off. It's not even the same brand. Like if she had another Dasani bottle of water and she accidentally grabbed mine because it's in the middle seat, which I get is like right next to her as well. And then she didn't realize like, oh shit, like I put my Dasani water bottle somewhere else. She had an Evian bottle of water. She never bought a Dasani bottle of water at the airport before she got on the plane. So she had sitting on her trade table at one point, my bottle of water, which is a bottle of water she knows she never fucking bought. How do you not know you didn't buy that? When you go to the airport and you're buying water, there's like Dasani, there's Evian, sometimes there's Voss, there's uh, that uh, Icelandic water, there's Fiji. There's all these different bottles of water that all have different shapes and sizes and everything. They have the Nestle Life water sometimes, whatever. But anyways, they all have different packaging, right? So this lady is fucking pretending like she just didn't steal my water. So I'm just sitting there going like, I don't know what to say. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't know what to say. Like, what is the protocol for that? Some little Asian lady stole your water, drank it, coughed on it, then you fell asleep and she put it back and pretended she didn't do shit. And now she has her own bottle of water back. What do you say? You know what I mean? You're on a plane. What do you say? Like, I don't know what to do. My bottle of water I don't want back because I know she coughed all over it. So fucking, what would I possibly say? So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm just going to watch a movie. So I start watching Joker, like I talked about. I'm watching on my phone, and finally I just go, i got to say something to this lady and just see what her response is. I'm not going to be a dick about it, but I have to bring this up. I don't want to be aggressive, but I just want to see what she would say. Like, she has to have a response. So I finally just go, excuse me, miss. She looks at me, you know, like, bewildered, like, I, you know. And I just go, you, you took my water bottle earlier? And you drank from it, and you just and you just put it back right here, and then she pretends like she kind of doesn't get what I'm saying, which clearly she fucking understood what I was saying, and she points at her water bottle and she's like, "Oh no, oh no, no here, here, like like this is like this one's mine," is what she's saying, right? And I go, "No, no, no," I go, "You had my water bottle on your tray table earlier, and you were drinking out of it and coughing all over it." I go, and then I fell asleep, and then you just put it back. I go. What, what do you think, like, I'm going to drink from that now? I go, you took it earlier. I go, you took my water, and you drank from it, and then you just put it back. I go, and then she goes, oh, sorry. And I was like, sorry. I go, I don't want the water anymore. I go, I'm not drinking it. You coughed all over it. I go, I don't want it. It's yours. Take it. And she's like, oh, sorry, sorry. It's like, okay, I'm, I don't know the level this lady speaks English. I think she was bullshitting about like not understanding because I think it was pretty fucking obvious she understood exactly what I was saying. She wasn't pausing about anything. But uh, you don't need to... It doesn't matter what language you speak. I don't care if you're from fucking India, China, 
fucking Israel, you know, uh, Morocco, Egypt, fucking wherever, Argentina, you could be Antarctica, you could be from wherever. You know you fucking stole my water, drank it, coughed all over it, and then when I fell asleep, put it back once you realized you took the wrong water, like it was nothing. That's just fucking disgusting. What a fucking jerk. I think that lady's a total piece of shit. Anyways, I am exhausted. Is there a better way to I could have handled that? Like, what would you have said if you're in my situation? You can always hit me up on social media. It's just my name, at Jeff Keith, G-E-O-F-F-K-E-I-T-H. Or my email for the show is in the show notes. Love to hear from you guys. If you haven't yet, take a moment. Rate the podcast five stars. Leave a review. Um, trying to get more and more out when I can. Sometimes I'm just mentally fucking drained. I was, I was actually super tired now. I could have passed out two hours ago. But I want to get something out. All right, now I'm going to edit this. And uh, I'll see you guys all soon. That whole Democratic thing, man. Super Tuesday. we got March 10th coming up. Very, very exciting. Can't wait to watch politics but not participate. Thank you for the time to my daddy.